0: Is the well
1: Founder podcast. Welcome to the show, Isaac. It's a pleasure to have you on.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, I am. I am really excited about this one because of uh, like we're talking about initially. You're one of my most interesting uh, founders yet on the show, and uh, we're going to talk a lot more about what you do. But could you start off by telling our viewers who you are and uh, the work about the work you do?
2: Sure thing uh now it's gonna be difficult to live up to that claim. <laughs> okay so my name's Isaac uh my startup is superworthy um uh, superworthy is a learning platform and method in, for improving your English um in weeks instead of years um that' part uh, mm. of that um and it goes by helping you learning more words uh in a shorter amount of time um and how to use them well. Mm. The other part of that, that just learning words, because you can learn many words, but not knowing how to use them is uh, usually the achievement. Hmm. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm also an inventor, but um, through another company uh, called Mambo Group, uh, I make physical and bio inventions made into products that we launch to the market.
1: Very interesting, like I was saying, inventor. Yo, the first inventor I've, <laughs> I've had on the show. And what 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 wordly sounds very uh, interesting for me because I'm, at some stage you're Spanish, so at some stage I wanted to move to Spain pre Brexit. All that we're, we're not going to talk about that, so <laughs> I know, I I <laughs> and, uh, and I wanted to learn. I was actually I actually went to Spain for a bit for a couple months to learn the lingo and. Uh, I was using, was it Duolingo? I think it's Duolingo I was using as well. Is that, is wordly similar to Duolingo or is is that the same,
2: in the same category? I'm gonna have to say that Worldly is a bit more serious. Oh, interesting. <laughs> um, Duolingo is a very interesting app because it's very good. Hmm. Um, it is a game based, right? Um, so it helps you crystallize a lot of your thinking because you're doing that kind of automatically while you are on your phone, uh, they they launch also a, a um, their website uh, where you can do a, a bit more advanced stuff. Mm. But most people who I know use the the mobile app instead. Um, I would say it has some similarities, of course. Anything that, that deals with language, people always end up comparing you with someone else. Um, for example, a lot of people ask us if, oh, is this the same as Grammarly? Like, Mm. because it's one of the big ones that everyone knows. They go like, how is this different, right? So they Mm. get um, a juxtaposition of where they are, what they know versus what you are. You're something new. I don't know what you are. Uh, Let me compare that with something I know. Mm. So I actually can make sense of what you actually are. Mm. It's fairly similar um, in in that we deal with language. Um, Or the difference is it's a bit more convenient. It's a bit more professional. It's a bit more serious as well. Mm. Way. Um, and we want to be serious because uh it it at at some point you want to go. Um and I I will not try to expand on this a lot because it's it's a very complex topic in itself. Um but and it comes to the ethos of how you actually uh go about making this. Um but I want to say it's, as when you use Duolingo, your your setup is rooted in, you're trying to learn on your own terms, Mm. makes sense. Uh, you learn when you want, they might give you uh, bonuses or whatever, or try to get you back in the app to have a new session or whatnot, but it's not very structured, right? Mm. Um, We are a bit different in the sense that you use Superworldly when you are uh, on your computer doing all the stuff. Right. So, for example, you are on a website, you find a word that you don't know what it is. Mm. Uh, you click on the word, send that to Wordly, it gives you a definition on of that word on that context, because obviously words have different meanings depending on context. Um, and that word gets saved onto what we call your vocabulary, mm. uh, has a different name internally, but let's call it your vocabulary. And we send you a list of five to use uh, for the week. Or if you are a paid user for uh, and you want a lot more frequency, you can do that for the day. Um, it is a bit different than other apps because all, all, all the meanings are custom made. Hmm. We simplify them, so we create all the content, which is very important because if you're learning and you get to a word that is extremely difficult and we give you a dictionary meaning, it's like you read the dictionary meaning be like, I don't really know what this is, right? Hmm. We give you an example as well on how to use it. So hmm. on, on an actual sentence that you can do that, um, do that yourself, talking with someone else um, in the real world, hmm. um, and we give you synonyms and antonyms. If the algorithm thinks it's, uh, it's wise to do so, because hmm. some words are very easy to understand if you put them uh, in contrast with something else. Hmm. Very interesting.
1: And is that, is this a, a, a mobile app or web plugin or what, what
2: is this? It's a bit complex because it's a Chrome extension because we oh. cannot be in every single website. Mm. It's a platform. So you have the platform part, uh, you have the emailing part with your mm. emails. So we have emailing uh, and we're working on a mobile app, but mm. the mobile app is tricky because a lot of your reading is across apps mm. and then you have iPhone, for example, not allowing you to send stuff across apps, they have a very strict policy on what you can do. Mm. So that one's tough, to say the least. Very interesting. And um, I'm always curious, why
1: this problem? I mean, you're the inventor and you could, you know, I'm sure you've invented a lot of things. So why this particular problem to come up with a solution for?
2: Um, That's a very difficult question uh, and a very good one as well. Um, It's difficult because a lot of people go about doing stuff uh, out of what they think or what they would like to see in the world. There is less of that. It's it's a lot of what you think should be in the world, right? Mm. Uh, Or it's a thing in the world here matters because what you want to see in the world is something that you want. What you think needs to be in the world is something that you don't necessarily need to use. Mm. For me, this was actually a use case of one, N equals mm. one, which is me. For yourself. <laughs> I did it just for myself. Um, and I did it for myself because at some point, been living in the UK for 40 years. Before than that, I was in the US. Um, and I really felt that outside certain sectors, work and whatnot, I could really not express myself. I was always lost for words. It was like, I want to say that and you're like, oh, but I cannot. <laughs> I'm literally struggling. Um and there are a lot of good examples of of uh that you can see how people struggle with that. And very clear. If someone explains your story and life's made up of stories, right? You tell people stories, people tell you stories. Um and if you don't know enough words because people claim, oh, you can, you can go about talking in English without knowing that many words. We're going to give you an example and see how you react to that. Right. Uh, there's a group of people and you're explaining a story where you went on a hike this uh, weekend right, on the mountain. Um, and there's a guy talking saying, yes, I was walking the mountain and I, saw an animal, and it came to me. Mm. And you're thinking of like, so what? Right? What What was next? Right? What happened? I don't. It's like, it's void. You, mm. you can set the context. But you don't know what happened. right? Mm. Versus the same thing. And come actually in here actually means something else. But he's trying to, you know, with that limited set of English, get you to understand something. Same guy, no more words, says, I was hiking in the mountain this weekend. I was just walking normally. Uh, and then I hear, I heard a animal crawling. Turn around and I saw that a big mass, I couldn't know what it was, came through me, chasing me and I had to run there is not much more I mean there are more many words on on the second one but they come to say the same thing mm. that the first one was trying to say your reaction to the second one's oh my god <laughs> are you okay something did something happen to you uh and you can actually make it even better right it's not a proper example by the way um but it comes to say that if you know a lot more words you can actually make a much better case on your stories so I did this to make an advantage for myself. If you are a better storyteller, you can actually, you know, convince more, you can have a better life mm. in, in, in general, because uh, you don't get stuck, because that's what happens if not. Mm.
1: Very interesting. And um how did you validate this idea? Like, how did you move from, you know, this is just for me to, you know what, we need to make this into a business.
2: I didn't it was, it was accidentally really um okay. because this was a use case of one right i okay. didn't I was not pursuing any business with this. it was mm. just like am I getting better? Try this for a whole year for myself, mm. try different um setups so we um, I did a lot of changes for this to work better on me, and then I started telling people. Because they saw I, I knew out of the blue I was using words which are quite advanced, right? And they were like, Are you using something like word of the day? Or and like, well, why? <laughs> and obviously, once you start commanding different words, people are like, that was unusual. Because it's it's you know, it's not that it's that they don't understand, it's that. You don't usually hear it in, in, in
1: normal in, conversation.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I started explaining, okay, yeah, I'm doing this because obviously I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to um, elicit a more, a different response because now I can explain better stories. So people actually listen. Uh, and this is an important thing because if I add 50 words to say one thing, which I could replace with a single word, I have your attention. But, after fifty words, I might not have your attention yeah. right? so when you when people started saying, "Okay, I'm doing this, uh this is what it does," people started being interested about mm-hmm. it um and at some point, I said, "Okay, yeah, you guys can try <laughs> <laughs> and they went it literally was it was pretty much an accident
1: very interesting. I like that though that is uh, that it must have been very um, encouraging. That yep. uh, yeah, people actually wanted to try this, and as you were speaking, I was just, I, yeah, I just recollected you used the word uh, juxtaposed, and when you said that, I was like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs>
1: so so that must be like you were say the app must have helped with that. Really, 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 really cool. Now, I always like to know how do how how do you fund this? Now, I'm I'm suspecting this is a, a bootstrap thing, but maybe I may be wrong. Yeah.
2: Because, because I did this for myself. Mm. I considered this an experiment. I didn't consider this an app. I didn't consider this a solution to anything other than an experiment to my own problem. Mm. So I obviously was not searching for any capital. Um, it would, I think, it would also have been unfair because, as long as you do something for a use case of one. Well, you don't know if the outcome that you're gonna have is, you know, um, good for starters, or if it's gonna be working, being effective. Um, if you don't know, I, I don't think it's fair. So th- that's one one part of that. The other parts after after a while, and because obviously after a year, obviously we open up, people started using it people just naturally got attracted to it. So mm. I was like, why would I want to raise capital for now? If if I have the risk, the, the technological risk, I have the risk, the uh, marketing risk or product market fit-ish risk. I mean, there is the scale risk, of course, but uh, I can explain that in a sec because I don't, See that being a risk either. So if if there is no risk, right, and capital comes in to mitigate risk or and to speed up, uh, if you want to speed up, yes, by all means, right. But I wasn't trying to speed up with this, as you see. So I didn't know. Hmm. All self-funded through. Obviously, I get money from my inventions, and through that I self-fund this bit.
1: Very, very,
2: very, very cool. Very interesting. How
1: is the, the it, it going so far though? I'm guessing, well, I suspect, correct me if I'm wrong, have you launched it formally? Is it now in the market yet? Yeah. Okay. And the, how is it going now? How's the reception been, size, all that good stuff? Is it? Would you say, how would you describe that?
2: We did a very soft launch, okay. like we put it out. So people started trying it once we, once we told them, uh, and then we would just put it out and we just got people using it and then more people using it and then and this is a funny thing because at some point it broke and i was was like yeah (laughs) it broke sorry it wasn't like ah if it was your main source of income you'll be like you'll be panicking but i was like yeah very chill about that uh it took a while to fix it and then everyone still came back so it was uh I didn't launch as in oh let's go do a super launch. Uh, mm. which not not that um pretty recently actually in Product Hunt more than a uh because we wanted to see if Product Hunt was still viable as an option, which I don't think it is. I think it's way too crowded, to be honest. Uh I mean we got we got people from that, but it was not like because um, I used product hand very very long time ago probably in the beginning uh, or they call it the beginning um, and that was very different you launch right back then a lot of people just drove to your website and be like wow um, now it didn't make a much made a big difference no made some difference no <laughs> made some spike kind of but th- that's pretty much it so mm-hmm we launched but yeah it was i'm not a fan of uh big okay. launches. Yeah. just i i kind of like to do very soft launches mm. send that to people and if the product's good people and or or you're hitting an a with what you're doing people really share it because it's natural um socially natural
1: <laughs> very interesting and then in terms of uh developing this app now or working on it is it just you or have you got like a team involved
2: yeah. Now we have a lot more people.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: Uh, We are seven or
0: eight. Oh, okay.
2: Uh, Just on this though, because we have more stuff and the other stuff that is a lot more people. This is fairly small.
1: Oh, wow. That's I mean, you, you you make it sound like it's a small thing. It's (laughs) it's It's actually, you know, it's actually a big thing. I mean, for you to have seven staff members, that means the, I don't know how back-end work and all that good stuff, but I'm guessing there's a lot of data and a lot of management going on in
2: there. Uh, people don't know how much of a difficult problem this is. Um, and it doesn't look like it. Hmm. It is, uh, because you need to match a meaning to a context, right? Where the context sometimes might not exist because Google, for example, doesn't allow you to send the context of where you found that word. Hmm. So you need to do it with very limited, you know, resources um, or very limited help and doing that well is difficult. We, we're not that good either. I mean, we good, but uh, for for me to say we're good, we should always hit, you know, the correct uh, meaning, even though it might not be a word. If it's not a word, you still need to get uh, very quickly, a feedback on okay, this is not a word. Mm. I it's not a word. This is just something you made up, kind of thing. But that is so difficult because first you need to know is this a different language. Mm. Second, you need to know if the world just has a misspell and the myth, only one, because if it has multiple, it gets even more difficult. Mm. And you need to account that word's not breaking because the pages are made with HTML, right? So it might have one part here and another part in a different HTML tag. i not getting technic- very technical. There's just saying that you can actually have one thing that's by the side of the other, but you have some hidden element that's breaking it up. Right? Mm. You get sent just one half of that and then that's not the word and a lot of other stuff, but your feedback to the user needs to be almost immediate, right? Maximum three seconds um and ideally one second, so mm. we're not there, so we are uh, i don't think we are that good at, at that yet um we continuously try we continuously improve uh but it um haven't yet made it or invented an algorithm that can do that, so that would be a, that'll be cool. <laughs> I want to, I want to deviate a little bit and get a bit
1: technical with you. Cause this is something that I, uh, I'm, I'm just curious uh, with computers and stuff like that, this algorithm you used, you used the term invent the algorithm. Can you break that down to layman's language? Eh? What does it mean? What is that algorithm
2: what does that mean to, to invent that? So to invent anything means going from, and this is general because uh, yeah. I, I am Let's not open that Pandora box. (laughs) I am a big proponent of invention. People people don't say uh, I'm an inventor, even though they might be, Hmm. Uh, which is very bad because inventing is what changes the future for all of us, right? Someone invented the wheel so we can have now cars. Hmm. Uh, And there are a lot of inventions that might not happen because people don't think about themselves as inventors. Hmm. They think, oh, I have an idea, but and I from someone who has an idea to someone who can make the technology for it, there's a big mm. gap. So the, if we get started on that, that's a whole very long topic. On on your question, what does it mean to invent that? Any invention means going from something that or what I see is a void, right? Mm. Uh you might have references to something, right? You might have you know how to code, whatever. Uh, you might know some mathematics, you might know some physics, you might know, you know, basics of stuff. And there is a void on a problem you're trying to solve. You know, there is a better way to do it because of intuition. Hmm. And it is this is very difficult to explain in, a, in scientific terms, because you have a guess, you have a good feeling most of the time where there is something missing, hmm. um, but not in the sense of oh there is just something missing it's there's something missing but there is a void Mm. that needs to be filled and how do you fill that void well you start trying different stuff um how how do you invent an algorithm it's basically then by i don't want to give a single response to that because you can invent by three three different methods for starters um so and then you get into the technicalities of how to invent which is a bit more developed and i'm actually i do work on that as well on how to get uh inventorship to be a bit more scientific if that makes mm. sense um but yeah sorry i'm debating <laughs> it's, it's a very complex topic mm. um, Can you imagine and how you go from not having something to have something in there, it's usually by starting small. Hmm. It's, it, it, a lot of of advice that can go in business, you can actually use here. Hmm. You start small start iterating on things that you you take wild guesses, sometimes be like, I think I can do that. Hmm. Right? And then you do a small thing with it. And you try. Hmm. And in my work, might be or might not. Might be a complete fail. It does happen sometimes. You get complete Most, fail. most times, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit frustrating. You end up being absolutely tolerant to frustration. It's like water on Todorak's back. You're like, yeah, so if... it Like it's pretty much your your way of living. It's like people talk about frustration. You look like well, okay. and then because at, at some point you really think, what is frustration? Because you leave frustrated most of the time until you succeed. And then it's like, you're so frustrated anyway. It's like, oh, great. the rare moment, whatever. And they're like, oh, but then you go to the next problem. So you go frustrated mm-hmm. again. So it's, it's <laughs> an interesting process. It, it, mm-hmm. it is not a, a simple answer that I can give you in technicality. You get some ideas from here. You always get ideas from somewhere right? uh, or or yet reference on other stuff from somewhere. What? Um, oh, boy, it's difficult because <laughs> 99, not 99, sometimes it's less, but you will fail a lot of times in whatever guess you take. Um, and then you end up sometimes, sometimes not always <laughs> making something that, you know, Thanks. works well and solves the problem that you want to solve.
1: I I can totally relate. Like for me, <laughs> rejection is the one that I can relate to that because of <laughs> you, you're going to get 99% of the time. People will tell you, no, maybe even more than 99% of the time. <laughs> and then maybe that 1% you're going to get a yes every now and then. So get after a while, you just get used to it. You know, it's like, like you said, it, it becomes... Being rejected becomes uh, uh, second nature to, to you.
2: It's the same dynamics as well, because yeah, yeah. you have an in. So the upside of a yes is infinite, almost. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, versus and 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 the downside of that, which is a no, is almost so value is almost zero because it doesn't affect you at oh, all. Yeah. Uh, and and in inventing, it's exactly the same. Uh, the upside of solving it is almost infinite. Mm. outside side or not it's irrelevant so same thing which it's it's the same dynamics in there that. that's true
1: very interesting so now let's talk about marketing which is my specialty that's the one i enjoy uh, let's see how <laughs> <laughs> oh, <well. laughs> those i i i think i have an idea But who's this who who now that you've moved this to a proper business now who is your target uh audience for this? Is this targeted at businesses or is there an individual you have in
2: mind for this? That is a, a difficult response in the sense that it's not unique. So the initial part of the world thing, right? because it's not a difficult response. It's a complex response. Mm. Um, it's a better word for that. Uh, because it was developed for myself, yeah. it was not targeted to any business. Right. So it was a Use case of someone who's trying to improve their English, not not learn, just because that's the other part. I mean, if you don't know the basic words, if you don't know the basic grammar, if I give you a definition, even though it might be the easiest one you have ever seen, it will still not work, right? Because you're still translating everything to your language. You still need to think very hard how to actually make a sentence. And we're not speaking of a complex sentence; we're speaking mm-hmm. of a simple sentence. So. There is that, but it's mostly for a use case of a single person trying to improve their English. Hmm. Um, however, this is the, the other part of that. We're working on 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 a, the business case of that, on how you can use this in business. And we're working pretty hard on that because in business, you end up having your own words, right? So you in, entrench yourself in a company and they have their... One, for example, they have their own way to use certain words, which is odd. when you come in and like, why are they using those words nonstop, right? And you see that across the world in that company. Uh, and then they have their own, not special words, but words that mean something to them. Mm. That mean, don't mean either anything to you, or they mean something completely different to you. Mm. But once you come in, you actually need to learn them and use them in that way so for that use case we are actually working on it and then it will be used in business as well Mm -hmm. Um, and then you have the other side of this which is a business that can use this without being exactly a business doing all the stuff and by that i mean uh, english schools where people go learn english Uh, we are it's on the plan to target them as well. Mm. Um, and that's on the next three months, six months. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Interesting.
1: <clears throat> Excuse me. Interesting. And uh, you say you got a team of seven, is it, have you got like a marketing person handling this or is it you? That is, uh, oh, no.
2: uh, I, I do help cause I'm, cause one of the things that, but no, I have someone, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I, 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 We actually have two people on that. Okay. Um, but Obviously, I help because I hmm. have certain points that because once you do marketing, you try a lot of stuff right? um, and then you copy and whatnot, they change all that stuff. They change ad creatives whatnot. And this touches a bit on how we attract some of the users because there is the you know word of mouth. People saying, oh, this is a great product for you or sharing it. And then there is the part that I like more uh, because the, the first one you cannot control. Right. Hmm. Some people might like your product, some people might not. You make the best product in the world. Some people will be like, "Yeah, oh, not for me." Tell me about it. Then <laughs> you have the marketing side, which you have absolute control on how you acquire users, because um, it's your expenditure, your words, uh, your ad creative, um, and for for us, something that works really well is CFA. Um, for people who don't know, that's um, customer finance acquisition, which means. You pay for the first customer and then each customer that you get after pays for the next one. Hmm. It's great. It's amazing. And you have a little bit of wiggle room sometimes. That's hmm. amazing because then you can scale. And that was one of the points I was touched, wanted to touch previously on when we said, Oh, if I was looking for, or would I be looking, or did I look for VC funding? Uh, the response is no, because if you can get this engine running well, um, you really don't need to. Mm. Uh, You don't really need to keep away. I mean, again, if you want to do it, great, but you don't need to, if you get this right. Because if you pay for one customer, let's say uh, your customer costs you 40 pounds, the first one, um, as long as you charge more than that, Mm. there is that point, as long as you charge more than that, and you can get this engine running, and 40 pounds that this person will pay, at, let's say 100, you have 100 pounds here that you, you only mm-hmm. minus, minus 40 so far. Mm-hmm. And you have now 100 pounds that you can actually spend on the next one. And then the next one comes in, there's another 100. And so on, so forth. So if you do it right, for a while, at least, you you can just go with that. And you just spend literally 40 pounds. It's pretty neat. That's very very clever.
1: And my next question was going to be exactly that: what has what has been your most successful strategy? I want to, if you if you if you could share, or if it's not trade secrets, <laughs> if we could touch a little bit more on this. Yeah, this is a CFA. Never heard that term before, actually. So, um, are you speaking specifically now in terms of acquiring customers via pay, paid ads? Would that
2: be oh, okay? Is that what that is? Yeah, okay. It's just pay that. It needs to be usually social media, including LinkedIn. Mm. Uh, and it's in it's. I mean, you cannot do that. For example, if you go to trade shows, because the let's say you go. To, my business is different than that, obviously. But some people go to trade shows. They mm. invest in that and they think they can get CFA. Uh, it just doesn't work because um, that's a sales cycle, right? And a sales mm. cycle. Is very different than marketing cycle, where uh, in in a sales cycle you need to account for, we you pay for for going there, um, and you get maybe let's say you get ten people who are interested, uh, let's say two buy, but they buy with a delay of two to three months. How do you know it was actually? Well, let's say you know it was from that. But if that was two or three months ago, right? Your 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 feedback cycle is very slow. Mm. Uh, second, if you're doing CFA on a, on that, uh, you can only grow as much because to go to the next show, which will be let's say most shows happen within six or nine months, right? Mm. During those nine months, you can actually attend only three.
0: <laughs> <True>.
2: <laughs> That's really bad. Yeah. In marketing you don't have that, because if I let's say I spend forty, like with the previous example, um, and then I get a customer which pays hundred, I can go spend those hundred immediately. And so on and so forth and so on and so forth. It just then it's just a matter of how effectively can my copy get and my ad creative get. Mm. Um so it ends up being, you know, um, very effective. I pay less, I keep more.
1: It makes sense, it makes sense. And uh, I guess, for it, ultimately, it's like you said, you have to find that right balance of uh, customer acquisition costs versus, you know, what, what the revenue you're extracting or the pay, the, the game. Okay. But,
2: but in many cases, you can actually offload that because once you have customers and that's something that people don't see, because I talk with a lot of people usually mm-hmm. Um and, and you see them struggling with with this very much because they say, Oh well I I can just barely buy a user or a mm-hmm. customer. And obviously that doesn't give me much room. And like, yeah, but you have a customer, right? And mm-hmm. as long as the customer is satisfied, you can sell something else as well within mm-hmm. whatever you do. So yes, it's not great, but you can offload the initial cost by having a different product inside as well, like or an upgrade. Uh, which we do. Yeah. Um, there are upgrades, there are different products uh, that we're working on. One of that being a tutoring class, which is semi-private. So you get a tutor on on this, right? Where some people might want to opt in for that. Mm. Um, and and you just made an upsell that's actually worth more than whatever they spend initially. Mm. You're, still, you're still safe. You just need to be smart on how you attack that if that makes sense um because some people just just leave it on the door right they they get the first sale done that that's mm. a customer like no that's a relationship <laughs> <laughs> never leave that on a oh done done and dusted good i didn't make a profit or i did just some a small profit on that though no. i don't think that's a good idea obviously you always need to try a lot of stuff though
1: yeah I like that. I like that because of he, he, me, obviously, my, my my marketing brain is spinning now. It really, <laughs> it really, uh, it's a, it's it, awesome. it, yeah. I like it because, of like you said, you could create this, I don't want to say endless funnel of, you know, just, you know, you throw in 1000 here yeah, and then it just keeps on, you know, that money. It, yeah. it reminds me of, um I forget, somebody told me something. I don't know. I forget. It's keeping my mind now. I think it has to do with investing. Where you now use the bank's money to be investing and
2: instead of using your own money, kind of thing. Oh, okay. It's pretty, yeah. it's pretty similar to that. I mean you can do a lot of stuff based on that. Once you get um once you get this running,
0: mm.
2: it doesn't go forever because there is um people who will not respond to that. And that's
0: cool.
2: But then you have retargeting and if you get this so if you have a few Ad creatives, right? And a few, um, let's say, different copy with different angles. Because mm. some people might not get triggered to that, might be interested in, mm. let's say, in our case, uh, learning English, right? Mm. Or improving the English. But the ad copy just says, uh, improve your English in weeks, not years, um, as the headline. They might not be triggered to that because they're like, I have time. <laughs> it's not, it's nice, but it's not a top priority for them, right? Mm. So it doesn't get them to trigger to buy. While let's say, uh, the option of having vocabulary created for them, right, of meaning that they can understand, because that's not something that we put out right on on, on the ads. But for that person, that's what triggers them. Mm. If you can then retarget them with that ad, Mm. then that I mean, you have a higher, um, basically, you know, potential of of that person buying, and you get a smaller, let's say, another a side engine on on their spinning as well, where some of the people who are not buying on the main flow uh, end up buying on that one.
1: I like it very interesting you you, see, you seem to be very um, well knowledgeable about that side of things which helps when the ceo you know has that marketing some marketing knowledge so it helps a lot very interesting i'll be very interesting to see or interested to see if this also applies when you start targeting businesses maybe it could work for b2b as well that would be very interesting to see maybe uh, we'll bring you back for an update yeah, to, see, <laughs> see, see, to, see, to see how that goes
2: that absolutely has to do because it's the same yeah. principle, principle. Yeah. life in a lot of things in life they operate by principle yeah um that's something that i learned uh, as an inventor really because you think oh this this might not apply and mm. then it's the same a law um, not a law in, of of nature, but mm. something that you think it seems similar to a law on a, of nature without being. Uh, and you're like, would it apply there?" And then it then it turns out yes.
0: <laughs> it, that. Yeah. Um,
2: it might be different on uh, for businesses which are, uh, let's say, for different industries. Mm. You might have an industry which not, might not respond to this. Mm-hmm. So, so, but but then it also comes down to: is your copy correct? Is your are you targeting the correct person? That's well mm-hmm. you know, it's a tricky one because once you sell to business, you need to think of this absolutely different because you're not, it's not a person, right? I'm not selling you learning better English or more words quickly because, yes. because the guy who's buying. He might be English himself, um, and then I mean, even though this helps to people who are English, but um, but the use the cost for them, right? Let's put that we sell that to a company. The cost for them is X, and they think of if we pay that, what's the value we get, right? And if you put that in an equation, they like they usually go like, is this enough value for the money we're paying? So you need to think of those terms instead of hey, you are now you you pay this, you improve your English. Uh and in there you need to think you pay this, you get this value, exactly. and it's not just improve your English.
1: Yeah. yeah. it always comes down to revenue at the end of
2: the day. <laughs> that, is, that is so true. Yeah. Um, mm, mm, yes and no though, because okay. you have um because revenues or costs are very related into uh, employees, especially cost. Um, so onboarding an employee has a cost. Hmm. Uh, and for that employee to go from day zero where they know nothing to day 10 where they can start producing, hmm. um, those all that time, if you can reduce a lot of that because you reduce the confusion, that has a quantifiable value. I see what you're saying. Yeah, even yeah. quantifiable marketing, even yeah. you making a claim where, especially to businesses where you go like, oh, your your stuff will get going in less days than it does now. Mm. I really? Should, I mean, I know it's crappy copy. I know <laughs> Bear with me, uh, but it's something along those lines. Let's mm-hmm. say a nicer copy on that. But it, the end message is the same to me if if you were presenting that to me as business, I'll be like, so what? Because I, I don't get the... the. So you shuffle off a day, right? Mm. The grand scheme of things of 365 uh, days, obviously, people work just a subset of that, mm. obviously on 365 days, thinking of one year, that person will be paid x amount of money. One week, ten days in the grand scheme of things is nothing. Right. So unless you give me a good explanation or a good quantifiable stat, fact, something will obviously not trigger me or not trigger anyone really. So if you can do that, it's very easy to then come people.
1: So true. <clears throat> so true. It, the, the, the challenge is, like you said, finding that. Uh, you know that. Uh, uh, copy, I guess, or finding that message, the messaging to actually communicate to these guys, is one of the big challenges anyway, and then reaching them is another challenge, but you know, that's business for you. That's why you get white hair, <laughs> it's, it's all this stuff. It's so true.
2: It's so true. I have a, I have a technique to do that. Okay. Uh, I have a technique to find people, uh, or, or, or try different stuff. Mm um i made the chart back in the day for for finding people that works really well um i can share that with with you as well Uh, that's that's probably not not private Uh, did that in the past i use it a lot Uh, and for finding first what what marketing is going to work uh for finding which which copy is going to work as well it's there is a way to actually know if something is going to work or not. Mm. Or at least the chances are really high. Mm. Uh, most people go like, that's difficult, but it's not. I mean, it's less now that you have AI, mm. but it's also very, let's not say bad, because it's mm. not bad at what it does, but the, the output that it generates is very standard, right? So your marketing, your copy going to look very standard. Even if you say, Become expert, and you're know, a marketing expert. You are a copy genius, whatever. Uh, make me this headline on this product. Even if you give all the correct prompts, it will still be pretty average. Mm. But you can use that, right? Because it will generate a lot of of um, of copy or headlines. In this case, um, you can use you can do the Frankenstein (laughs) work where you grab different parts, not not put that together, don't get me wrong, but you grab the different parts that trigger you. You're like, okay, that's good. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. And then you have a list of of things that you think are good. And then Mm -hmm. you make something not out of that, but out of the thing that lies behind it, because there is something underneath that that's what's triggering it. Makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, Isaac, you've given us
1: some really valuable tips like it's been we've come to the end of the chat, We you've given us a, a really good insight into Wordly, which is an awesome app. I'm going to be checking it out after this. Have you got a free trial actually of the app or, or, or mm-hmm. you got a free trial? Awesome, awesome. And uh, you've also given us a kind of a mini masterclass on marketing as well, which which is, you know, I, I'm loving your tip on there. Uh, Maybe if that's something we're gonna to have to bring uh maybe you or your marketing guy if they if they're up for it to come and explain some more on that that would be
2: awesome. I, I can explain that better because uh, that's on me. That that's, that's on you. Oh, okay, maybe maybe you bring it back to, to specific oh, I'm the idea guy. I'm the idea guy. If something works, it's yeah. so I, I bring the ideas most of the time. Then people go like And execute huh? huh. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, let's give it a go, right? Um I see. I see. I never tell people what to do with with whatever they do. They they the experts on whatever they do, um, but I figure things out. I have ideas which are very you know not related because if you grew up textbook marketing or be mm. oh you try this you try, that, you try that and then I come with some wild stuff sometimes uh, not that I came up with this specifically yeah uh, but I read something similar and then we apply it in a different way and internally um which was out of an idea
1: so very interesting all right then let's wrap up uh, like uh as always yeah, if you could share one final tip amongst the many that you have given today to a uh, founder that's maybe a couple just behind you what would be that tip to them what would you say to them that's struggling
2: to <laughs> get his own startup going That's a difficult one. Hmm. Um, It's a difficult one because there is no easy response Hmm. because everyone expects the golden nugget, be like, yep, you try that. It works. No. Uh, One, you need to be very good at marketing. Two, you need to be very good at sales. Three, you need to try a lot of stuff very quickly. Um, I don't believe in doing full prototypes. I just believe in landing pages
0: Hmm.
2: less. If you can go with less, go with less. and call people, show that to people and see where people get pulled, not your friends. I mean, literally, we do that with products as well ourselves. So once I have an idea of a product, I tell people about X, not saying it's ours. And they go like, where did you buy that? And if I get enough of those, I go like, we need to do this.
0: Hmm.
2: So a similar type of that. Um, And then the hustle is going to be real. Uh, you're gonna, but you need to do it, and once you get that going, it's then just start using you know, uh, be clever with marketing, be clever with sales, Mm. um, and always make more money than you actually spend Mm. to survive. I like it, I like that last tip, (laughs) it helps a lot. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's a true part of that. If you're good at sales, you can make more for marketing, you can make more money than you spend, um which is the basics of any business right Um, you don't want to be the business in depth especially not year one Hmm. um, until you know you could build it in depth once you know that the market wants this and you're like oh i want to scale i don't want venture fine but until that point don't
1: couldn't agree more i think this has been a wonderful chat. I've I've, I've had, I've had a super fun chatting with you. If any, of our, if any of our viewers would like to learn more about you, possibly try Wordly, what's the best way for them to do it?
2: Yeah. Superworldly.com is the web page for Wordly. To learn more about myself, uh, I am in Twitter. Like everyone on Twitter, it's uh, Isaac with all A, A-L-B-E-T-S. The handle and then I have a blog which is a bit odd let's that way that's a bit of an inventorship type of thing where I share ideas um, and things that I try which is called let's meet in dot space hmm. so that's where you can find stuff that I do
1: and you're also on LinkedIn as well, yeah? awesome.
2: well awesome. I it on LinkedIn awesome
1: so yeah we're gonna add all of that in the show notes once again thank you isaac it's been an absolute pleasure thanks a lot